regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of shows. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name, as always, is Matt Lees, and I'm joined by Stephen Hogarty. Hello, thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. You know what? <laughs> I shouldn't point it out when you do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Because you have you have saved me in the fact that in a in, I don't know if it made the edit, but in a podcast we were recording, you pointed out the fact that I think I was using a word as a linchpin that could be pronounced in one of two ways, which has been screwing me over for ten years. But now I've got a correct linchpin. I'm I think I'm fine. We'll see. Um, anyway, Steve's here. He's great. Thanks. Thank. <coughs> thank you, <laughs> Joe Ziff Scribbles. Yeah. Oh Hi. fuck. <laughs> It's Joseph Scrabbles. That's a terrible joke. Oh, Scrabbles. Okay, yeah. Hi. How are you doing? I'm having a great time. I hope you are too, the reader. Shall I start this over? No, I'm enjoying it. All right. Well, on this episode, I'm going to be taking you into a, uh, a spicy new universe that you've not expected or wanted. Joe, what are you going to be doing today? I've been bathing in a substance that isn't entirely water, and it's had some sparkling effects on me and my body. And your personality. And Steve, what have you got rustling up your sleeves and trousers? I've got a preview of the new EA FOFA football game coming exclusively to the PS2 Emotion engine. Well, I'm preparing all of my emotions immediately you writing that, that down yeah no i am none I'm, of I'm this gets notes. written down this I'm is ta- all off the record I, no taking- one mentioned this to anyone okay i'm deleting it all right yeah don't yeah don't, i'm deleting yeah. it okay thanks man. yeah don't do that yeah Fucking. you recording this no no I'm recording this what, what, what would i do with this what would i do with this jesus what 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 would I do with this? I'm just imagining loads of dudes like the lives of others on the other side of a wall with big tape decks just suddenly running out the room and burning it all. It's onto us. Shit. Just got it. <laughs> oh, that'd be a shame. Do you reckon that'd be better than a WAV file? Probably would be, wouldn't it? Everything's better than a fucking WAV file. Whoa, Joe, don't say that in front of Steve. He'll flip his lids. I love WAV files. It's the bitmaps of sound. Don't know why you're talking shit about WAVs. Wavs. <laughs> wavs are fantastic. Wavs. I, I knew you were going to do that somehow. Because <laughs> you fantastic. did the Wales one that time. <laughs> we should probably have a jingle specifically about wavs. I used to save my files all I see. Now, baby, I don't. Some podcasts might send out an MP3, but reg feeds just won't. Because if we did that, we'd have to answer to Papa Steve. Then he'd kick up a fuss and the podcast would end when he leaves. We're sending out web files. Some... Katrina and the Wavs. Space. The spicy frontier. Hello there. My name is Captain Picanti of the 
for a Starship Spicy Prize. Our mission, if you choose to accept it, is to fly around in space and have a really nice and spicy time. This is me as Mr. Riker. Mm-hmm. I haven't been introduced, so I thought I'd say my name first. Mm. Captain Picanti, we're getting some spicy readings from the Nomicron sector. It appears one of the tasty, tasty terraforming stations has stopped sending out recipes into the void. Oh, Mr. Ricicles, that's a flipping disaster. I'm not feeling spicy at all anymore. Computer, please use that fancy machine you've got to cook me up a digital cup of tea. That is exactly three and a half thousand Scoville's. Spicy tea. Hot. It's bloody better, be. Bloody... <laughs> Oh, that's bloody lovely. Come on, lads, let's do a big mission that's spicy. So I said, no, I'm not bored. And he said, no, the Borg. And we both laughed for ages. And I was like, I was actually the Borg for a little bit. Yeah, I was actually the Borg. Captain, we have arrived at the last known recipe transmission from the Nomicron colonons. It appears to be a recipe for hot soup. Hot soup? Lieutenant Curry Wharf, that sounds positively spicy. Computer, exactly how long since this recipe was sent? Over 5,000 Earth years, no other communications detected. Over 5,000 years? That doesn't make sense. We were just here a month ago after delivering the Boona Ambassador to Pecoraflex 4. Computer, exactly how spicy would that soup be? Now, if we'd start making the recipe, like, that many years ago. Not very spicy at all. Ah, it's not spicy. I'm not in the mood for a mission now. I don't even feel a little bit spicy. (laughs) Commander, these readings, they indicate the entire sector is now devoid of... Any communications. It's as if everything on all wavelengths simply went cold. Cold? Oh, well, now I feel even less spicy, Mr. Curry Wharf. That's not very helpful. Computer, I want uh, a big bug of tea set spicy to 8,500 Scovilles. Thank you very much. Holy shit, that's quite spicy. Let's get back into space. Mr. Icicles, you should see this. I'm getting no readings at all from the Nipclitz Collective. <laughs> Visual indications suggest, suggest <laughs> the pleasure complex is gone. So, I'm sorry, I, I introduced myself as Mr. Riker and Mr. Ricicles. <laughs> I thought it might be confusing if I used the, the fictionalised versions of the names for the script. I was trying to help. You've called yourself Picante all the way through. Yeah, but it still says Picard on top of my... I, I, I actually, I've, I've been quite... Oh, it says Picard I later. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I, mean, I wouldn't have submitted this, this script to, uh, you know... The BBC. To, to the BBC. I would have maybe checked it first once. <laughs> Gene Roddenberry would not get a look at this first draft. <laughs> yeah. It would not land... It wouldn't even cross his desk. That's, that's um, a very mean thing to say, Stephen. <laughs> It's very, very mean indeed. Commander Wharf, do you want to read me back into my line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his famous phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at my New- crinkly head. New York Wharf. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Mr. <laughs> Once again, Mr. Icicles, you should see this. I'm getting no readings at all from the Nipclitz Collective. Visual indications suggest the pleasure complex is gone. That's not possible. I took shore leave there less than three weeks ago. Are you sure, Mr. Icicles? It looks a bit fucked to me. Captain, I had my fingers in at least 400 people. I got the receipts to prove it. If I may, sir, he's telling the truth. I am proud to have been one of those people. Commander Ricicles railed me in a sundress. Was he wearing a sundress, or were you wearing a sundress? If you'd let me finish, sir, Commander Ricicles railed me in a sundress while I also wore a sundress. Thank you, Mr. Currywolf. That is fucking hot and spicy as all fucking. I love you. Mr. Ricicles, set a course for the Nipclitz Pleasure Dome and computer. Start cooking me up some of that soup recipe that we found. Please confirm the course, Captain. It's soup, mate. It's a fucking starter. Computer laugh. Captain's log on the spaceship Spicy Prize. Today, overall, it's been pretty fucking spicy. Doctor crushing it, please report to my private quarters. Don't bring your fucking son. Cheers, love. Bye. Set phases to spicy and point it up my bum. I loved that. Because just as it got too sexy, it got spicy. Yeah. And just as it was getting too spicy, it got sexy. It's it's all about maintaining that orbit, the two. You can never let mm-hmm. the two touch. But if you keep bouncing it back and forth, it's like a kind of uh, a very non-confrontational type of tennis. Like a binary star system in its eternal cosmic belay. Now that's too uh. sexy. Put some fucking chili in it. Get that galaxy to put some fucking trousers on it. Features. The regular features. These are the episodes of the regular features podcast. The continuing mission to find a feature worth repeating. To seek out new features and regular features. To boldly feature where no feature had featured before. Regular featured before. Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! Regular features! And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's EA FIFA divorce of the football game. Have you all heard the big breaking news? EA divorce. It's in the courts. It's in the courts. They've divorced from FIFA. What? FIFA or EA, I don't know which one of them, they got too big for the boots. They started demanding too much. FIFA 
Joe, you Joe, you are the news you are the newsmaster of IGN. Oh yeah. What went down with the EA FIFA thing? Who threw um, their toys out of the pram? I think Alan FIFA right. came up to Jonathan EA and said Remember you using my name like Madden did? Well, actually, please can I have a billion dollars every four years for that, please? Right. Do you think he was put up to it by Sharon FIFA, or do you think he did it of his own accord? Sharon FIFA's his sister, obviously, if you don't know. I think his his European mistress, Misha UEFA, may have been. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's basically they wanted billion dollars, and EA were like, well, actually, we're the most famous FIFA, so we don't even need it. Um, And now now there's no more FIFA. So So who gets all the tiny little footballer children? Apparently, well, it's oh, complicated please. because there's a the the it's a multi-layered omni-channel licensing agreement, Matt, in which uh, the some there's there's a stadium layer, which mm. is stadiums have separate licensing agreements with individual yeah. sportscasters and yeah. entertainment channels. Yeah. Uh, player likenesses exist separate to the FIFA licensing agreement. Yeah, uh, the. EA can can uh, work directly with certain clubs, which might be more right. expensive yeah. for them. I like the way you, you know you said it's complicated, and then you said Matt in quite a condescending way, as if I wouldn't understand it, which is really great because I didn't understand any of that. So you just bang on. right, just That's bang on, right, condescending. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I, it was, it was the correct decision. Well, also good because I was mostly bullshitting there. Oh, I think there's, yeah, there's a. I wrote all of that truth. down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sent it to the newspaper. <laughs> but they're going what to print does this it. all mean for the next EA game? It's not going to be called FIFA. It's probably going to be called bloody FOFA. <laughs> FOFA these nuts. I've heard. Have you remember when the PS2 came out and they had the emotion engine in the chip? I yeah, do. and it promised to give emotions to yep. every. Every Crash Bandicoot in the <laughs> world. <laughs> I remember when Kuma in Tekken Tag Tournament looked legitimately aggrieved at having been low-kicked. So <laughs> They had to switch it off in the end because PlayStation's got so upset about players repeatedly shooting the sexy vampire in the head in Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm, and that was the end of emotion on PlayStation. Right, it was so sad that... Um, Salty wetness started like just seeping out of the memory card slots. Yeah. yeah, you know how the PlayStation had all those grooves on the side. It's just mm-hmm. just like fucking water feature down there. I mean, I know Crazy. this isn't. I know this isn't like a video game podcast, and I don't want to get into this. But like, there is a, there is a certain generation where like we can all share that nostalgia of having to go to like blockbusters down the road, buying a Mad Cat's memory card just to put it into the second memory card slot, so that your living room wouldn't be like slowly filled up with like salty tears of yeah. a. Of a crying machine. Um, the grooves on the top of the PS2, as you say, Joe, worked much like the drip tray on a George Foreman grill mm. to, to, um, to, to sluice away the, um, the, the sad, <laughs> sad effluence. effluence. Yeah. Sad, <laughs> the sad the miserable effluence. The tear gutters of, uh, yeah. Here's the press release for the new EA game. EA has just announced that the next FIFA game will introduce 
simulated player emotions, imbuing the tiny football men with every manner of mood and feeling known to science, transforming them from glassy-eyed 3D automatons to living, breathing virtual creatures, each with their own hopes and ambitions. For example, one football man, upon doing an especially good kick, might feel happy. Another, having witnessed a nice goal, might feel humbled by the continuing spectacle of sport. It truly is an incredible time to be alive, and having now emulated the human condition down to the individual neuron, EA can finally create little football men capable of kicking the ball in a truly convincing manner. But what emotions can we expect to see in EA's new FOFA game? And what effects do they have on the players? We're glad you asked, because here they all are. One, abject boundless fear. Your player will become afraid of many of the most rudimentary elements of the game of football. Spheres become harrowing fright balls. Grass becomes a wretched green blanket of chlorophyllic nightmares. Your player will even fear the net itself, sprinting away from it only to find to his unending horror that there's another one at the opposite end of the pitch. His attempts to flee parallel to the goal line are then scuppered by his even greater fear of advertising hoardings. The player is uncontrollable and screaming during these episodes. 2. Childlike Curiosity your player has a 33% chance of stopping play and picking up the ball in order to expect it more closely. There is a 2% chance you will pick up a blade of grass, place it between the narrow gap created when the thumbs of both hands are positioned against one another side by side, and blow to create a high-pitched whistle. 3. Moderate hunger. Your player has a 15% chance of hallucinating another player as a giant turkey leg. To offset this, he gains the ability to float along smell lines generated by any fresh pies near the pitch. Four. <laughs> a sudden awareness of people writing into the evening standard to angrily compare your wage to that of a public sector worker. Your player loses 22% of his sprinting speed and becomes 45% less accurate during corner kicks as he is momentarily distracted by the pervading sense that a total stranger just wrote a tweet about how your player's inflated salary could pay for 300 hospital beds in a ward in fucking Lancashire or something. Yawn. Five. Chronic goal envy. Has little to no effect on your player's performance though he will become drastically less likely to join in celebrations of goals that aren't his own. Player has a 4% chance of clapping sarcastically while saying one of the following insincere compliments. Yeah, suppose you could call that a goal. Good job for a big idiot. <laughs> and if goals were ducks, I wouldn't like to hear that one quack, if you know what I mean. Six, confusion. Your player will spin on the spot, occasionally attacking his own teammates or casting healing spells on enemy players. <laughs> 7. Creeping concern that global warming will render our planet inhospitable to future generations. The inexorable melting of our polar ice caps gives your goalkeeper a 60% chance of his gloves flying off. 8. I think. Unshakable worry that you've forgotten something, but you don't know what. Your player will stand still for a moment with his hands on his pockets, looking vacantly into space while silently mouthing the word 
keys. <laughs> He'll turn his head to the other side, pat both pockets and say the word, no. Placing his hand in his back pocket, a teammate will ask, what is it? The player will ignore him, instead raising his hand to his forehead, muttering, did I, did I, and just trailing off. <laughs> what have you forgotten? The teammate will insist a second time. Your player will look at him quietly for one moment before his expression switches to one of mild anguish. Debit card! He'll exclaim. Your player suffers a 17% accuracy penalty during this emotion. Last one. I think it's nine. A profound sense of the infinite scale of the universe. Your player will immediately go limp, slumping to the pitch with mouth agape. As... For just a fraction of a second, he understands the incomprehensible scale of our universe. All at once, your player is consumed by his own unfathomably insignificant existence and cannot take any free kicks for up to 10 minutes. (laughs) That is the power of the emotion engine on the PS2 exclusive platform of EA FOFA. (laughs) Coming up in 2023. 22. I'm so glad they're, they're rehabilitating and re-releasing the the beautiful tear gutters of the PlayStation 2. Yes, mm. it was a messy, salty console that had to be plugged. But nothing plugged felt and scrubbed. the same plugged way. Plugged and scrubbed. Plugged and scrubbed. You're not wrong. And it was a shame that they made it dark grey because those salt crystals would really sparkle off and people go, oh, your PlayStation is very dusty. If you know what you're saying. So it's not dust, it's salt. Because I played so beautifully. <laughs> But yeah, 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 but that but that dogs get those crusty bits underneath their eyes. Exactly. Mm. What your PlayStation looks like after dogs also have an emotion engine (laughs) created by the Sony (laughs) Corporation. Uh, I particularly liked, for some reason, it really tickled me the idea of all footballers having pockets full of stuff on the football field. (laughs) Where'd you put your keys? Yeah, like what? Where does Ronaldo put his keys when he's playing football? I'd have them on a lanyard. In his locker? Mouth. <laughs> That's when he does his signature celebration where he does the big jump and shouts. It's actually just jangling keys making that noise in his cheeks. <laughs> I love that Matt answered the question sincerely and mm. said locker. Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why aren't you listening to the Regular Features podcast? Steve, do you remember a while back when, when you were in a different role, I once pitched to you writing about going for a bath in wine? No. Well, I did. I was going to Barcelona... And I tried to book a place where you could have a bath in some wine. And I was going to write about that. Yes. Now the the image in my brain of you naked in a bath of mm. red wine has mm. suddenly popped back to the front of my consciousness. <laughs> For the first time in four years. It was in there. He's back. Uh, so, and that didn't happen because unfortunately the Barcelona uh, wine bath place wanted to do PR for its vegan massages, which weren't nearly as good. So Hold on. 
What aspect of a massage <laughs> involves meat or dairy products? I don't know. Well, both of the humans doing it <laughs> yeah, and yeah. receiving it. We just had to watch them massage an aubergine and yeah, get, all right? the, uh, get all the goodness oh. from that. Like those weird blue brooms that stress test Casper mattresses in the ads. Also, They're just like... yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, they just smash at them. So it could yeah. be like, what would happen if you just bashed your boner against the mattress a million times? A would million fuck times it up? in two seconds. Because you might, you might keep missing over and over again <laughs> for years, and then suddenly your mattress gets a hole in it and flies across the room like a balloon that's had its air let out. I've also just remembered when we finished our vegan massages, they gave us loofahs, which are made of dead sponges that were living creatures once. Wow. So it didn't make any Whoa. sense. Rude. Oh, that... Are sponges vegan? They're living creatures, Stephen. It's what? coral. Is, that, is coral? Yeah. It, Uh-oh. Have you been eating well, coral, okay. Steve? <laughs> I eat mushrooms. Take mushrooms that coral are, out your mouth. They're not sent. It's not conscious, is it? They communicate. Like a plant. Plants are living. Well, I don't know about that. That's the thing. I reckon there's going to be a point where we will realise that actually loads of plants are actually sentient and it's going to be like, fuck, right? Yeah. (sighs) Well, it's back to eating soil for me then, isn't it? Slurping up worms. Uh, Anyway, the point of all this is I finally had a bath in some wine in Poland. I went to Poland, I found a place that told you you can have a bath in wine, and while you have a bath in wine, you can drink infinite wine. And I thought, yep, I'm going to do that for £35. That's Uh, a good question. It's the same question I've got. (laughs) Is the wine that you get to drink for free the wine from the bathtub, or do you get brought just different wine? You get a bottle of different wine. But it was not confirmed to me whether the bottle of wine that I was drinking had previously been poured in the bath. Because the main thing I learned from this is, because obviously the first thing you do, you get into that room and you drink the bath to find out what's going on in there. And what it actually actually amounted to was, uh, it appeared to be a bubble bath that someone had poured wine into. Yes. uh, Like a bottle of wine afterwards. So it wasn't pure wine. Because you've got like chlorine and stuff is a big factor in any form of bubbly bath that humans go into. So I'm like, you can't just, yeah. Oh, so it was a fresh bath every time. They did, they they ran. Yeah, but again, like the cost of that, if you want to have it 100% Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. If you're not Cleopatra, fuck off. Can we go back to fundamentals here? Mm. What? Why Why would you want to have a bath in wine? Is it, it red wine? It's, we had red wine. You got to choose. <laughs> okay. Because again... Red or white. Cause cause no yeah, rosé. <laughs> they literally... We got in. It was in a basement. <laughs> and we went down. And this woman said, Oh, you're here for your wine bath. And we were like, yeah. And we walked around the corner. And her head popped out of a hole in the wind, in the in the in the wall as we walked past and she went red or white <laughs> i was like like in the wizard of oz yeah and i was like to drink or the bath and i think it was both <laughs> so right. uh, you're not yeah. allowed to mix the streams because in my mind yeah. i'm already and when you said in a basement i'm like yeah i'm on the same page with these folks because i'm already like i could do a wine jacuzzi thing just do it somewhere underground no one's looking and all yeah. you need to do is just like piss in a jacuzzi and you'd be like yeah champagne Look, bubbles you know yellow well get in it Gives you know you what money. else they did? They put red lights at the bottom of the bath. Wow. <laughs> so you're like, so how red it was, impossible to tell in the low light. Is it, 
is it good for your skin? Is well, it good this is, for... This is a part of what I'm going to say. Because what they did first was they put us in a sauna for 15 minutes. Uh, and while we were in there, uh, there was a power cut. <laughs> and it was in a basement, so everything went off. And uh, this woman like popped her head into the sauna and just went, happens a lot. <laughs> and then went away. And we were like, so we just, do we sit in the power off sauna for a while? Uh, and then it all turned in back on. In the hot dark. Yeah. Nothing worse than hot dark. In the hot Poland dark. Uh, and they uh, and then eventually it came back on. So they really open up your pores a lot. So I guess your body can drink all the wine from anywhere that's not your mouth. Like... You just get into a wine bath with every tiny hole on your body thirsty for whatever it can get. Hey, hey, every tiny hole on my body is already thirsty for whatever Damn I can right. get, mate. Yeah? Spicy. Every, every tiny hole's a tiny goal. Am I right, <laughs> boys? Yeah. As um, long as I can no. get into a bath full of wine. <laughs> to your point, Steve, when I look back on it, I never saw listed anywhere or nothing was mentioned to be about any health benefit of having a bath in wine. <laughs> yeah. and it was just this, assumed. And this place also uh, gives you baths in beer, which sounds way less healthy somehow, even though they're both <laughs> fundamentally the same thing, which is, you know, booths, right? Imagine getting in it. That's the whole... That appears to be <laughs> the whole deal of I feel like anyone town. who's been to a like semi-involved music festival has already had a bath in beer, and it's not like something you really want. You don't really care no. about it that much, but it's not like mm. desirable. No, not really. But this, it looks nice, big wooden tub, and they had a bed made of hay. The redness so... sounds great, and this has a bit mudsummer at this point. Mudsummer? You know what I mean? You know. Yeah, it was a bit, except they played, like, um, weirdly up-tempo dance music, so it wasn't relaxing <laughs> at all. Like, me and Anna kept talking about it while we were in there, like, is this, did they just turn on their personal playlist? Like, are we just listening to someone's iPod? Because this isn't spa music. Um, so, yeah, it was all quite a strange experience. Did you have individual baths side by side, like a his and hers bath no. massage? One or big shared mis- wine bath, baby. Shared a wine bath. How many people in your shared one bath? Just you? Seven okay. people. Yeah, I imagine the it CEO was like... of the wine bath company was there. And he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he insisted on bringing his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do, isn't it, right? And she was furious it wasn't white. The CEO gets into it and they're like, excuse me, and gets him with the wife. And then underwater he goes, oh, pardon me. And what he's done is he's uncorked and opened another bottle of red wine that comes to the surface and bubbles up. And then he laughs. His, his wife just thinks it's so boring. She's seen it a thousand times. Um, <laughs> but he just keeps doing it over and over again. And then you realise that every time you order another bottle of red wine... They are literally creeping into the room like, on hands and knees and decanting it from the it bottom. Yeah, it's like got a little, it's got a little, a little like, tap. tap. Yeah, yeah like, like one of those, like, like one of those massive mason jars you get, like you know. And they have to come in with one of those big hammers that they use to open taps on beers. Yeah. So you really know they're doing it anyway. It's they're wearing right. like a black suit to try and blend in with the floor, but you can see, you can hear and see them doing it. Yeah, because all the other the rest of the lights red to change your bath into <laughs> wine through magic. Um, and yeah, so pretty good is what is yeah. the upshot of all this. Great. Um, so yeah, no health benefits that or your health effects that I can understand. But anyway, 
that was all just that was just fun chat uh, apropos of nothing i have uh, now got for you a list of growths that have appeared on my body what they can do <laughs> and how i rate them <laughs> number one foot nostrils the other day as I walked brazenly across the freshly mopped floor of a big business building, looking the cleaner daringly in the eye, as, my, as is my want, I became aware that I could smell strong pine. Nice pine scent, dumbass, I screamed at the cleaner. Put enough pine scent in your bucket of mop water, a-hole, I continued. You put so much pine gack in your jug of floor juice that now it smells like a goddamn Canadian forest in here, the headquarters of GlaxoSmithKline, I added, for the cleaner's benefit. But sir, the cleaner said, I only put a droplet of pine scent into my mop bucket. Get real, I shouted, and I went on my way. Later that night, I took off my socks and saw that there were nostrils in my heels. As I looked closer, the nostrils puckered and I could smell my own face, which still stank loudly of wine. I hadn't been smelling a lot of pine after all. I'd been smelling a bit of pine from very close, dot dot dot, to my foot. Suffice it to say, this growth is a mixed bag. When I walk the streets of London, my feet end up streaming with goops and fluids from the sheer potency of 150 years of good honest English grime. On the other hand, the other night I spilled barbecue sauce on the carpet and I positioned my foot over it while switching on an episode of Barbecue Pitmasters for the full audio smizual experience. <laughs> Eventually, my feet sneezed and made me do a perfect seated backflip. Verdict, a nose down there is worth two on the face. Growth two, the long, long hoop. I said, to interrupt, um, the verdict was giving me strong Grape Delicious vibes, and <laughs> I, I love that her influence is spreading to other yeah. parts of the podcast. I hadn't actually considered that until you just pointed out that it's exactly what she does. <laughs> Growth two, the long, long hoop. I've recently got a sort of a kind of a long, long, long hoop made of what feels like aspic, and it comes out of my side. It's sort of like one of those bike locks with all the thick fabric on the outside, except it looks like a man from a meat yard installed it, and it's on my hip. This long, 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 long hoop is absolutely primo for stopping me from getting lost. Now, when my girlfriend wants to go to the shop, she simply stops us near a Royal Mail postbox, <laughs> heaves me bodily into the air, positions my long, 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 long hoop around Her Majesty's red tube for post, and she drops me, securing me in place by way of hoop and tube. Wait, hoop and tube. If I try to move, the shock of pain will immediately send me fainting towards the floor. But in a feat of innovation, the shock of the pain of falling over while fainting will wake me back up again. Up and down I go in paroxysms of agony for 45 minutes to an hour until my sweet lady returns or a post person asks me what the hell I'm doing and has me crawl like a young chimp up the post box to unhook myself. Of course... <laughs> In the latter situation, I immediately walk away and become lost, just like I used to. And my long, 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 long hoop is simply no use to anyone once that happens. Verdict? Hoop dreams. My long, 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 long hoop. My long, long hoop. Uh, and then um, growth three is what I have deduced to be legendary jazz saxophonist Charlie Parker's lips, but elsewhere from where you would likely imagine. 
and I'll let this one speak for itself. If you give me a moment to find my sex and rearrange myself for a performance. Uh, oh. So don't describe too much what you see, but you can you can hint at it. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Ah! Oh my god. Joe's put a pipe in his mouth. Wait, I've forgotten. Oh yeah. And I like it. Last of the Summer X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> that was X-Men the Animated Series from ni- the 1990s. Yeah. No, that was Jazz by Charlie Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh. verdict, that was Jazz by Charlie Parker. <laughs> and those are my three growths that probably came out of wine. That was beautiful. And to think that you said that that bath had no medical benefits. You got three massive ones right there. Well, we can't tie them for legal reasons. We can't specifically say they came out of a wine. Well, you can say that, but I know I'm going to be filling my tub with Beaujolais (laughs) as soon as we get off this call. Ooh, a young grape. (laughs) That's what you want. Uh, Yeah. How so dare that's you? Good. That's libel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't mean that in a... Anyway. Good. <laughs> X-Men. Good, innit? <laughs> uh, I'm unironically I... very impressed with that, you knowing how to play the theme tune to the X-Men. I pra- Did was... you practice that? You've got the fingers of Elton John and I... the mouth of Barry... Manilow. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> uh, I... I uh, I practiced that today. I basically I had nothing in my head for a feature, and I thought, "There's that melodica <laughs> in my cupboard." If I can and, only learn the X Men theme tune. <laughs> yeah, I had to run down to the living room, and Anna was like, "What are you doing? Weren't you writing your feature?" And I was like, "I technically am writing my feature. I just need to find a melodica in this cupboard." Uh, and then. And I was having a bath and I was just doing that. And apparently it was not a relaxing experience <laughs> to be next to a room with me practicing an X-Men theme on a Yeah, that's her in plain water rather than wine. Uh, yeah, exactly. Insult to injury. About it. Once you go wine, you never go brine. <laughs> nice. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, my wife got into playing the recorder at one point a few years ago, mm. uh, at which point I would shut her inside of this cupboard, the very cupboard that I'm recording in now, actually. i just close the doors. You know what I hate about recorders? Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking record anything, does it? <laughs> also, they sound like shit, so... Yeah, it's a Hold flute, that. mate. It's a whistle. It's like, oh, it's a recorder. Yeah, 
what you do your little songs like where's the recording why do I like, put oh, my no, SD card into it? There is no recording. Yeah. Yeah. Do, is it an HDMI? Is it a bloody HDMI? <laughs> Fucking recorders, man. Ba 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 da ba 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 da ba 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 Thank you very much for listening to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. In, out, in, out, shake it all about. Doesn't matter which way you shake it, it's exactly the same. And uh, yeah, if you've been really enjoying this podcast and you love this podcast and you want to show your love for this podcast, then what can they bloody ruddy do? Patreon.com slash Regular Features, where you can give us two whole pounds an episode to fund this little endeavour. And in return, we give you access to our exclusive Discord, The Beehive, oh. where all the hottest chat happens. Um, there was a really good bit in there this week where um, people were confused look. that we put two behind-the-scenes photos up on the same day because we forgot to do it the week before. And uh, people started talking about which of us were Mirror Universe's versions of the others, then there was a good bit about Chloe being um, in the background and shielding uh, Log from whatever was causing the Mirror Universe. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a really good, good, fun place full of chat. And we've now got yeah. a section called Readers' Lives, where people can post pictures of themselves listening to the podcast <laughs> oh. in places. I love this. That's yeah, a great. That's um, a great pun, though, as well. Like, coming really from is. a print media background. My favourite part of the letters page was like, take a picture of yourself in Reykjavik holding a copy of the magazine and you'll get to be in the magazine. But now you get to be on the Regular Features Discord. If you are listening to Regular Features in a strange place. And that Mm. was a moment of real brightness within the uh, official private Regular Features WhatsApp chat group that we use to organise our podcast and our lives of people posting photographs and going, look at this. And it's like, oh yeah, this is great. People just listening to the podcast and having a nice time. Um, so we're looking at you. We're looking at your faces and we're, we're liking it. That's good. Yeah. Someone has posted a picture of a lovely cat, but I would like to see next to the cat's face, a phone with mm. my face and uh, a podcast app going on there. Good cat that would though. Be good. Yeah. But, I feel once like I, I'm not getting enough from that. Uh, there's also one more big benefit of joining the Patreon Beehive, and that is that you get a bee name. We take your human name, we bury it alive mm-hmm. in the loamy soil of the past, and you get instead a brand new bee name with a video certificate to go with it. Um, bee names are permanent. They can't yep. be reversed, and you yep. do have to ask your parents to call you by them. At and sometimes, gatherings. and sometimes people will say, "Hey, you know, I signed up, and I haven't had my B name yet, and it's been like a few weeks or a month." But you've got to bear in mind that, like, it takes a while for these B names to get cooked up and delivered. Mm. But don't rush it. You know, it's like when children are like, "Oh, I want to be a grown up." You know, just bear in mind that once you've got your B name and your human name is buried, that's it. Your human name There's is gone. Nothing. You can you can dig it up later if you want to, but it will be rotted. It will be gone. Mm-hmm. So 
just enjoy that moment. Just enjoy that period where you can be gently saying goodbye to your human name and just know that your B name will come. And then that's it. That's your B name. That's who you are. Yeah. Also, you can never vote again. Yeah, you're oh, off, the, yeah. off the voter register yeah. completely. Yeah. yeah. Out. We're trying to work out a deal with the Electoral Commission. Yeah, at the moment, it's a big no. Where but. if you have a B name, you get two votes. Um, yeah. Also, don't don't drive anymore. Once uh-uh. you have a yeah. B name because, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Also, a lot of the time, the B names are very long, so they take up the bit with like the numbers and the address yeah. on your driving license. Um, it's a real so, mess. Yeah. So yeah. Not good for don't numbers. be too surprised if your passport gets voided as well. So if you do get a B name when you're on holiday, just cut it short, get to the airport, and get back as soon as you can. Otherwise, you know, you might just be, that's where you live now. You know You're what I mean? Stuck. Yeah. Yeah, because your name is like Mr. Thorax of the Hexagon Void yeah, area. Yeah. And, and and it's like, that's not yeah. a name. Which part of this is the, the middle embassy, name? Yeah. The embassy won't find that funny. Because there's no such fucking thing as a B embassy. Mm-hmm. Yet. 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 I've got a selection of readers who want their names fucking killed. So, mm-hmm. here we go. B name one, Nell Humphreys. Humphreys. Nell Humphreys. Humming all over the thorax. Humming all over the thorax. Like rocking all over the world. Exactly. Humming all over the thorax. (laughs) Next up, David Thatcher. Thatched, thatched, thatched roof. That's exactly what my brain was doing. You just said, you just said it out loud. Thatched roof, Bader Stingsburg. <laughs> we can't have another Bader no. Stingsburg. I mean, I think you can with thatched roof, Bader Stingsburg. I think okay. I, I'm gonna I'm Look, going to no, uh, uh, no. I mean, I, I happily would override the Senate on that. I think thatched that's... roof, Bader Stingsburg. <laughs> You know what? The more you say it, the more I think that's I'm actually sorry. really I, we good. We have to push this through. Uh, you know, it's, uh, Cause do you it's know not what a partisan that... issue. I think we need to just push this one through. Do you know what What else is good about that is we've taken two disparate readers and made them related. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got two Bader Stings books. And that is the beauty and the danger of a bee name. Yep. Now we're making bee families. We are. God damn, I love it. Okay, how about Alex Worrell? Don't worry about it, it's just a little sting. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm into it. It's just a little sting. Just a little sounds sting. weirdly pervy. Well, maybe I am weirdly pervy, Steve, and maybe you should have noticed that a long time ago. Don't worry about it, it's just a little sting. Next up, we have... All one word, Kitlocherin. Kit Kitlocherin. Kitlocherin. Flower bottom. <laughs> yep. All That's one word. Banging. Two words. Two words. I like that. Flower lot, bottom. I'm going to choose Mark Tanser. Beetham is a dan- tancer. Beetham. Beetham is a tancer. Yeah. Is a tancer. I'm into that. Well done, hey, boys. I'm happy with that. Good bees. Uh, <laughs> good bees. What a lovely thing. Good bees, uh, one and all. 
Those are your B names, and that is your podcast. Regular features. It's over. Go to bed. Get out of that and get into the bed. Get out of that. By that, do you mean trousers? Yes. Nice. Regular Ficheros.